twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. My favorite night of the week is Saturday night. Not because we go out on Saturday night and do something special or because I can sleep in on Sunday mornings, but because Saturday night on the radio is Disco Saturday Night. See, I know that that's Virginia's generation and that's stuff that she enjoys. And because I'm a wonderful girlfriend, well, actually, it's Devin, because Devin called me up and told me that they're doing the uh, Disco Fever, and I thought at the bowl, but it wasn't. She said, you know, hey, we're getting tickets. We're going to go. Do you want to go? You want tickets for your girl? And I said, yes. Of course. We went a couple years ago, and we actually had a pretty good time. Except for the parking was a bitch. Yeah, parking's always a bitch there. So we were going to go out, and this was last Saturday night. We were going to go out, and Linda and Lou were coming over to join us as well. And the appointed meeting time was 6 o'clock at our house. The well, show it was, it was Linda and Lou, and then Becky and Devin. Right, and the show was supposed to start at 8, So, and we were going to go out and eat dinner. So we were cutting it pretty tight to begin with. Right, but one of the things is, is that, like I said, I thought it was at the Hollywood Bowl, because that's where it was the last time we went. And I asked Virginia, what would she like to have for dinner? And she wanted to have Mexican food. Tony's, which I would think would be more of Italian, but Antonio is is also uh, for Mexican food. See, there you go. So anyway, we went to we went to Tony's, and if anyone lives in the Valley, it's Magnolia and Coldwater. Great little place. Looks like a little hole in the wall, but it's really awesome. Really fresh food, and they make fish and everything like that. So we go to Tony's, but no, we didn't just go to Tony's. All right, so everyone shows up on time, and I'm like, great, everyone's on time. This is good. We're gonna get to where we need to be. So I go out and wait in the car. I think that she was in such a rush because it was disco music. She was scared that one of her, the performers would, you know, just drop dead before she got to hear him sing that night. That's true. But anyway, so 6 o'clock, so I go outside and I wait in the car. I'm waiting for everybody. But she doesn't tell everybody she's in the car. Well, I know that. I figure everybody knows we're on a schedule. Yeah, I've, I've had it where you're in the garage, and I don't know that you're in the garage. Last I checked, my name wasn't Cleo, Miss Cleo, and I'm psychic. You know, Miss Cleo's a lesbian. She came out as a lesbian. I just wanted to know that. I didn't do her. Yeah. Anyway, that's an aside. We'll talk about that another time. Anyway, so I'm waiting on the car because I figure everybody knows, look, show's at 8, dinner's at 6, we gotta go. The dinner restaurant place is close to our house, but Virginia was the one who wanted it, wanted to go there, and I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. And, you know, I'm just assuming she knew exactly where it was because this is a place that she suggested and that she wanted. For everybody being in the car, we had, uh, uh, Becky and Devin had their son, and then, uh, you know, he probably dropped a deuce in his pants or something, or maybe he peed his pants, and they had to change his diaper. So that put us a little bit behind schedule. So we don't even leave until like 6.20. I don't know if it's 6.20, but we, yeah, I was I was trying to get people moving forward. Yeah. And then, all right, I'll cop to it. I was a block off on where I thought the place was. So a block that... off? You didn't know where it was. I had to no, call no. my friend that recommended the restaurant. I knew it was you on... You started going towards Ventura Boulevard. I knew it was on one of three streets. So, I knew it was either on Magnolia, Riverside, or Moore Park. So you're willing to take your 50% of being late because we're driving all over the San Fernando Valley. No, that took us all about five minutes minutes so anyway Mm -hmm. all right so I added five minutes my bad more than five my bad so more than five so we eat dinner was actually really good we had good food and then who knew we had to stop back at the house again so we come back to the house well we knew that because Becky was staying at the house with Brandon and we had to get the keys and then we had to get sweatshirts because it's gonna be cold yeah okay so anyway so due to that little bit of lack of planning there we see that wasn't the issue that was not the problem okay I'm getting to the problem oh excuse me miss thing anyway so so we get back. So now this takes off minutes. So then we start heading out to what we think is the Hollywood Bowl because this is where we think it is. Well, no, we were heading towards the Hollywood Bowl. Well, that's what I said. Well, we think well, we're heading out towards what... We, well, we, we were going to the Hollywood go- Bowl. It wasn't th- our fault that they moved it. Yeah, we think we're going to the Hollywood Bowl and our plan is to catch one of those shuttle buses off of Ventura Boulevard. And the Hollywood Bowl, the way it's set, it's so close to our house that, you know, it would take a short time period. I mean, right. just boom, we're there. So I wasn't that concerned. 
concerned about the time. I knew we were cutting it close. So we're on our way there. We're halfway there. And all of a sudden, it occurs to some some Devin. light bulb that, oh, my God, it's at the Greek Theater, not at the Hollywood Bowl. Well, that wasn't Devin's fault. I, she gave me the tickets, and I never thought of looking at it because, in my mind, it was at the Bowl. So that was my fault. So we'll give Devin and Becky the changing of the diapers, you for getting lost at the restaurant, and me for sending us to the wrong direction. And then at that point, when we find out that it's at, it's, it's at the Greek instead of the Bowl, you know, Virginia's like, well, how do we get there? And I'm like, fuck if I know. Yeah, well, now- so I'm, I'm now looking at the bowl and I'm saying, okay, it's it's the Playboy Jazz Festival. You know, I'm not really into jazz music, but fuck it. It's close. Let's go. And we're here. And we're here. So anyway, I did work it out. The only problem was that we had to go through Hollywood at that point because we were really committed and just traffic was a pain in the ass. Well, that's rare for Los Angeles. Yeah. So we finally work our way over there. Now, by the time we're just even pulling up to where the parking is, the show's already started. It's already 10 after 8. And, you know, old people, we got to start Well, the show's time. supposed to start at 8.15. No, it's supposed to start at 8.00. 8.15, I got the tickets. Whatever. So anyway, so we get there, and the show's already going on. Taste the Honey's already on. And what songs do they sing? Boogie Oogie Oogie. That's the best disco song ever. Are you kidding me? Okay, I, I was just quest- you know, questioning. There might be some younger people that don't even know what that is. My favorite disco song, and I missed it because we were trying to park. I'll buy you the CD. No, no, it's not like that. So anyway. Well, it was probably sung by someone else. No, Taste the Honey is, is, is sings uh, Boogie Oogie Oogie. Oh, right. yeah, it might have been a different artist because I don't know that Taste the Honey was actually there. Thank you. Oh. Oh, excuse me. Anyway, so we go to park, and it's stacked parking, so you know that's a pain in the ass. And they take one one car at a time, goes all the way in the back up to the woods, starts four-wheeling across the dirt, and, and then comes down the lawn. She's not even exaggerating on the four-buying. They, they, you go up this asphalt driveway, and then all of a sudden it turns into dirt, and you're literally doing bumps as you're going over it. And thank God we had a truck. If we had the Miata, we would have been stuck on one of the little bumps. Right. Yeah, we would have bottomed out for sure. And then you had, you know, they actually have people that direct people in the, in the appropriate direction. And what ended up happening is, is there's some moron. And you guys all know this moron because it's the same moron that's on the freeway that slows things down. It's the same moron that hits people's car when they're at lunch. Well, we now know that this moron was going to this event because instead of following the instructions of the, the, the kids showing you which way to park, she decides to do her own goddamn thing and goes the wrong direction. And now we're watching her do like a three-point turn as she's now trying to get back to get into the road. And nobody can go forward without her moving forward. Exactly. It's not like these kids weren't out there with like airport light sticks and everything. Yeah. Anyway, so we get finally get parked and we go in. I'm, I'm still pretty calm because you know what? I'm going to go see Disco. Yeah, well, she was, she was in a rush. So we end up getting in. They scan the tickets. That's another neat thing. A long time ago, you'd have to go to, to Ticketmaster nowadays. You buy it on the internet. They print it out. They scan it and they let you in and you don't even have to deal with the other crap. Yeah. I love that. I barely have to speak to another human being. I, that makes me even happier. Well, we did have to yell at that lady. Yeah. At least in the car. Right. So anyway, so we get there, we sit, we choose seats. We don't feel like going to our seats, so we see a big swath of open seats, and we just pull up and plant ourselves. We figure that's going to be our seats for the night. I think I was really surprised with the wide variety of people that are seeing this show in regards to age. Well, you know what it is. Here, Here's what it was. It was people my age and older, because, you know, that, that was the music that we had growing up pretty much and then you had some some of those people brought their kids to torture them right and then they were actual kids who went themselves because it's retro and they think it's cool yeah we had a lesbian spotting it was uh 20 year olds 20 year old lesbians which just throws me for a loop because even when i was in my 20s i wouldn't go to a, a 70s show yeah well 
Roxanne really isn't into that into disco music, so she needed something else to entertain herself. So spotting four lesbians, a few rows up, four young lesbians, she had a whole soap opera going with all of them. Well, it's it's not 100% my fault, because even if I go to a sporting event, since it's not my thing, I entertain myself. I mean, I could have sat there and just bitched at you the whole night. No, no. Roxanne switches her gaydar onto high. Well, no, no. You pointed them out to me. I didn't even notice them. Oh. Thank goodness you were paying attention. Oh, yeah. Well, my gaydar was on high, I guess. Yeah, so we ended up having um, four women come in front of us, and we ended up naming them, and I had a whole soap opera thing going on in my head. So not only do we have the music, but now we have a soap opera. What ended up happening between Lou and myself, we were just practically in tears with these two kids, so or four kids. So the first one to your left, we called her Top, because she was small, wearing all white, hair pulled back into like a bun or something, but she was definitely in charge. Yeah, she, she was looked butch, like but she was, was She was soft butch, but she yeah. was in control. She was the leader of the group. Right. And then her date that we named Poppy, because Poppy had, you know, the hat on that the chick from Poppy from the L Word has, and it's at an angle, and she's trying to act like a big badass, but you know, no matter how, how hard and how butch she wanted to be, you knew she was a total bottom. Right. And she had kind of long curly hair so she was like the young version of poppy before poppy has all her moves you know but all the chicks like her and yeah and then there was stripes which was the i'm assuming that when top had a date and she had a date with poppy she had to get poppy's friend a date or it was top's friend I'm not sure, but somehow Stripes was there, and I think that someone forced another girl to go so she would have a date, but the whole time, Stripes is totally checking out Poppy, wants Poppy, is talking to Poppy, and is touching her, not like, you know, grabbing her ass or anything, but the subtle things of of touching someone's arm, or or dancing, or shaking up next to him, and things like that. Those opportunity touches, you didn't really need to touch her, or brush against her, but oops, it happened. 15 times in the first hour. Somehow you make a few more opportunities for that to happen. Yeah, you can't blame the girl for working it. We called her Stripes because she had a striped shirt on. Other than that, she was pretty nondescript, dumpy, and plain. She had blonde hair. Yeah, whatever. And then next to, to Stripes was this other girl. And this other girl, she was wearing, you know, like a black jacket. She had short hair. Not short, I mean, kind of like a bob sort of thing, but not really a bob. But it's in it jet black. Was dressed very stylish compared to Stripes in the dumpy attire. She thought she was too cool for school, but she was too cool to actually even enjoy the music or get down or move herself around because, you know, she'd have to break form. Well, what ended up happening is, like I said, I feel that, that someone stuck her with Stripes and she was pissed. Oh, because she's looking, she's looking at Poppy going, you know, I'd like to tap that ass or possibly, you know, she was looking at Poppy going, how the fuck did you set me up with her when you have the opportunity to go fuck top? I bet it was a blind date. Oh, it totally was. And you know, she is pissed and that's why she wasn't dancing. All the tickets probably went on her credit card. Oh yeah. Well, the the sad thing is, is that because of her personality, our friend Lou named her ugly. Yeah. She wasn't (laughs) ugly looking at all, but her personality was ugly. Hold on just a second. Meanwhile, we've never spoken to her. We, I don't even think we saw her face until the end. I did see her face at the end. Yeah. At at the end. And she already had this name ugly from the beginning of the night. Just because. Well, because of her personality. And you have to respect when Lou gives someone a name, then that's the name that it is. So, you know, we were watching this little soap opera thing going on. The other thing that was kind of cute and funny is that, you know, at first I wasn't sure if they were gay because you're just looking at, you know, people's asses and their hair. And that really doesn't tell you unless it's a mullet and they have 501s on and they have, you know, the wallet with the chain going out and hooking to their belt buckle. Then I can understand that, yeah, they're probably gay. And maybe a package of skull in their back pocket. And the thing that really threw me off was stripes because she looked like just some straight nerdy girl. Eh, She might have been. 
might have she might have been yeah so i mean but that's what i kind of thought so i wasn't sure and then i just saw the back of, of everybody else's hair but when you started watching stripes and and top interact you know all of us with with our group of friends you know with the with our our girlfriends or significant others or whatever you want to call them the old ball and chains we're holding each other's hands we're we're caressing someone's back i mean we're not like fucking or anything like that but i mean there is definite displays of, of affection not crazy stuff but whatever but these two girls top and poppy they would lightly brush each other's hand and then also they brush against each other but they won't hold hands and you can see towards the end of the night it was you know with the alcohol that they're getting a little bit more aggressive and you knew that they're gonna be having sex all night which then pissed me off yeah because nice. i knew i wasn't gonna have any sex that oh, night oh hey now but so we watched that and then the other thing that i also enjoyed is that there was a uh, you know so the various artists would go up and they would sing in some cases you would have real artists singing their songs so you would have peaches and herbs and they would sing their songs and what they're known for then you have some people i don't know who the fuck they were and they would start singing the bg songs and last i knew the bgs were dudes not a girl well, an know, attractive girl, but it, no, a girl. Actually, that was not a BG song. It was sung by some woman. I can't remember her name. Crystal What's her face? Gale or something like that. Crystal Gale. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Some, something like that. Anyway, she was on the album Saturday Night Fever, but she sang the women's song. The problem with this was is there's really not that many disco stars who are actually alive and can sing or want to sing or want to be part of this. So they only have like a few acts that come out and then they have to sing all these disco songs because that's what we all came out for. So yeah, they're forced to sing each other's songs. Well, they had... Um, the village people now that's totally gay and, and totally 70s and, and so forth but out of the village people only two were the original members exactly you had the uh, cowboy and the policeman and here's the other sad thing they actually had to teach everybody how to do YMCA because there were so many people who were either A. old, too old and forgot how to do it right if they go to, if B, they go to move their, their uh, arms their shoulders can dislocate right B. they're too young and they never really knew how to do it or C. they came with someone because they don't like disco and they don't really give a shit how to do it yeah well they also made the M a lot lower no i think you guys were just always wrong thank you yeah you 80s babies linda wasn't an 80s baby and she always did it higher up so yeah i don't know all i know is i think it's a california thing i don't think so considering they came from california anyways no they came from new york honey i thought they were up in san francisco they went to san francisco from new york and why did they do that because because new yorkers have to you know spawn the really true gay people and then we have to go to san francisco show you all how it's done bullshit Okay, so anyway. Yeah, then you're the really gay person. (laughs) Okay. He's super lesbian. All right. Anyway, so we're watching different things, and they have these backup singers, and they had these boas on, and um, like feather boas. So you had two of them, two girls, and one of them was wearing a red boa, and she's dressed close to what the other woman had like i said she had like say a like a purple boa but the red boa girl was really into it she was working her ass off not only she's singing she's got the dance moves and she's being all sexy and so forth yeah but that dress was so short i think it only came to the bottom of her bush so every time she threw her hands up in the air you know woo! i think you know we got we got a little glimpse of the beaver so so we were seeing tons of uh britney uh vagina shots yeah all right that's okay so as she's dancing and she's doing different things and i mean they're supposed to do the 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 exact same moves you know in their backup singers but she really wanted to stand out that night and she did you know i think those were the solid gold dancers no no no. the solid gold dancers were something else this was the backup singer solid gold dancers only dance oh okay this was the backup singers and so the one with the red boa with the blonde hair lou and i decided that we would name her whore because she she was acting like one so as as the music's going and so forth they, they like the, the the singers would come out and they'd sing and then if they're switching off or someone's changing an outfit or whatever the band would just play and but you knew what the song was so like the whole audience is singing it and you know they're just dancing because nobody's singing at this point so lou looked at me and and i looked at her and she starts going go whore go whore go go 
go whore. So we're like laughing and we're chuckling around and, and so forth. And then at some point, I don't know if it was Sue or if it was myself, we went, ooh, ooh. and then the other one went, ooh, ooh. next thing you know, the whole fucking area where we were at, people start making that sound and it starts to carry throughout the whole, I don't know, not auditorium, but the whole venue amphitheater thank you so the whole i mean yeah but that's the classic 70s sound i understand that but you know people start copying and, and if they knew that we we're singing go whore go whore i mean come on that's they might funny. sing along you never know all i know is i was just cracking up and i had tears and i just thought that was the funniest thing that you know how people follow people yeah so easy and and, and quickly kind of like you know the uh the wave when you're at the at the, at yeah. the dodger stadium right, right well i think the funniest thing about that is when you and lou went to the ladies room yeah and started doing that in there yeah i was in the stall and I just decided, you know, that'd be kind of funny. So, you know, I did the, you know, ooh, ooh sound and then Lou does it. Now you have people that are peeing in stalls, people that are applying their makeup, people that are leaving. And now all of a sudden they start doing it in the bathroom. And there's like, it wasn't like they had music funneled in. People just thought this is a fun thing to do. Yeah. So I, you know, I enjoyed that. It was a good night. I, ha- I had a good time. But we did get home later than what we normally do. We did. And it was, uh, yeah, it was hellacious getting out of the parking. And of course, there were all kinds of backstreet dr- backseat drivers with me. Well, someone has to, you know, kind of get you to move forward. Hey, there's five inches. Go try and squeeze through there. Go, go, go. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Yeah, no, it's my car, ladies. I'll choose when I'm going to get hit and where and by whom. Yeah, I only, you know, had two birthdays when we were waiting for the car to move. Oh, but that's hey, okay. whatever. But so uh, we finally get out of the area. And, and because of Lou... And because she was very sociable, she got us, she made friends with a person. So she's as bad as I am where you make friends to strangers. Made friends with these ladies. They let us cut in. So we're able to get out. And then um, we got home kind of late and, and I was able to sleep in. But Virginia had a bike ride early in the morning. Yeah, so I was not happy. But anyway, next year, what we're going to do, we're going to have 70s Afro wigs and we're going to go all out. Well, I don't know if I'm going to have the Afro wig. You oh, might yeah. be able to have that. I'm getting one for you. Because they had a contest and people won thousands of dollars. So but we're going to win $1,000 next year. All right. Sounds fair. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.